0: This is Random Acts of Tangents. I am Adam. I'm joined by a friend of mine from the Rap Pack. Hi, I'm Rex. And with us, we have a band in studio for the first time. Uh, this will be a continuous thing. We'll have people on to share their different styles of music and uh, just find out about different genres and everything.
1: So uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Pablo. I play guitar in ACX DC. Yo, I'm Fro. I play bass in ACX
0: Hey, I'm Sergio, and I am the vocalist. For ACxDC. Right, uh, what does ACxDC stand for? Uh, it stands for Antichrist Demon Core. It originally just had a ton of different things, like all children dig cookies and all, <laughs> all, all, all cows die cruelly, and uh, I think all Christians deserve crucifixion. It was wow. Uh, yeah, it, it just <laughs> right. it, it stood for a lot of different things, but we. So, so kinda, you got the uh, the acronym first, decided to figure it out yeah. later. Yeah, we got the acronym first. Um, I think we actually came up with it because there was a dashboard confessional video oh. <laughs> that that stole the logo a the the D the DC from right. ACDC, and okay. I was like, man, we could steal their name too. Let's just steal the whole name. And, <laughs> and we just came up with an acronym. Yeah, so, and then when you got it up on the uh, the tile or the billboard, or whatever, ACDC playing tonight. And yeah. Everyone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a great source of. Uh, of anger towards a lot of punks. The fact that we were called ACDC, everybody was like, oh, who are these guys? I don't want to go see them. You know, oh, They're stupid. They steal names. So,
2: <laughs>
1: so
0: uh, uh, what, what style of music would you say that you guys play?
1: It's a mixture of death metal, hip-hop, thrash, fast-forward, called Power Violence. It's pretty much the basic name. A lot of people hate the name, but it's the easiest way to explain it's Power Violence, man. It's fast, slow, and heavy.
2: Okay. Now, uh, I got- to be honest
0: with you guys, I don't really listen to the type of music you guys play very often. Uh, I listened to some of the tracks yesterday. It's a lot of, real fast, a lot of yelling. I uh, can't make out exactly what's happening. Uh, but yeah. I, is, is that is that part of it?
1: Yeah, like the, I guess um, reading the lyrics and stuff and, and uh, getting, well, listening to us, uh, you, you're not going to get the lyrical content right away, but. Once you read the lyrics along with the music, is a lot of punks come to learn. That's how the way you got to listen to this music. You 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 get it. You figure it out. Next thing you know, you start hearing the words and the music and stuff. There's a reasoning
0: behind it. I mean, you know, we're all mad kids when we when we get into punk rock, (laughs) and it's it's kind of that. You know, it's like you're so mad, you don't really care who pays attention to you. You just want to scream it out there. And if they care, they're gonna you know read along and sing along and get into it with you. So. You know, okay. it's not it's not for everybody, but for the few people that that are as pissed off about the things that we're pissed off about.
2: Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll, and and let me say too, though, uh, when you're listening to their music, it's it's completely different than uh, when you see see them live. It's a huge, huge difference because when they they're live and they have the energy and they have the intensity. I remember seeing uh, one picture of one of your live shows where people were. Uh, crowd surfing on boogie boards and uh, you, when these guys go live it's it's uh it's not just you know regurgitating of, of the last performance that they did. They they bring a whole le- huge level of intensity that that uh that really makes it different than, than the recorded stuff. It's crazy
0: and it's I swear it's, it's fucking magic. It's just, it's weird. The only way I can describe it is weird. Yeah, I mean we try we try to add that element of energy. I mean whenever you record you obviously lose that energy because you're not playing all together. You're not playing in front of a crowd. You're not, uh, you know, excited. You're kind of nervous being in front of a microphone like we are right now. <laughs> but, um, you know, you play live and you, you kind of want to have that that feeling of, of, of unity, I guess, that, that punk is supposed to give us all. You know, the playing on a floor, eye level to everybody else and having everybody reach for the mic and run into all your equipment and, you know, crowd surf on you and throw you up in the air and whatever, you know. Um yeah,
2: yeah it's well it's, uh, one one interesting thing about uh your your name and how you were explaining it there was you said at one point that um it was uh, an acronym maybe stood for all all cows die coolly yeah and and is how does that uh re- represent you or how is that something that you identify with
0: um I think most most of us that throughout the history of the band have been vegetarian or vegan at one point or another or have vegan friends or vegetarian friends. Um, I myself have been vegan since I was 15. I'm 25 now. So it's been 10 years now. And Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's important. It was never something that we never came out and, and, and we're trying to be a straight edge vegan band that like push these ideals on people. We definitely talked about it in a couple songs and like, you know, turtle power. We talked about Ninja Turtles being a yes. positive influence on us, and <laughs> you know, being drug-free and, and, and eating tofu-y pizzas or whatever. You know, um, but it, it, to me, it's an important thing. It's just not something that we we never try to be preachy. We never try to push yeah. any of our thing on anybody. Half
1: of us, uh, half of us aren't never turned vegetarian or turned vegetarian for like a year or so. But uh, you know, me and Sergio, we we're Vegan for a long time He still is I'm not though But it It's just one of those things That uh, We always Always were involved in You know
2: So yeah. we just talk now, about it as a, as a band Do you feel like That uh, Those life choices Kind of influence The way that you wrote music Or I mean Did all of you write the music And all of you contribute equally Or is, is one person Kind of taking the lead How, Who uh, Who's kind of like Primarily responsible For that direction
1: um, I wrote On our 7 inch I wrote Pretty much all the songs or at least came up with a basic structure for all the songs. And uh, at practice, we'll just spitball, like, an idea for the song. See, when I write a song, I come up with a riff, and I have, like, a couple of lyrics, but in a general idea what I what I want the song to be about. Like, I have a song called uh, Turtle Power, and that's about Ninja Turtles. It's about being vegan and positive and straight edge. And I have a song about, uh, it's called Wookiees Have Feelings 2, and that's about, you know, being comfortable with yourself and not caring really other people you know, say or whatever, but Sergio's the, the main lyrical writer, uh, the only lyrical writer.
0: Yeah, I mean, Pablo definitely came up with the musical beat. Um, JC, our old drummer, came up with, you know, kind of the solid bases for the backbone, and, and, and Jeff gave us that solid basis with the bass and gave us kind of that, that sloppy punk rock sound as well. Um, lyrically, I, I was always very... Political, I guess, very socio-political in, in my approach to things, and, and
1: I made him be funny with it.
0: Yeah, Pablo, Pablo didn't, Pablo didn't want, you know, a, a preachy sort of band. So we always kind of had to hide what we wanted to say with, you know, Star Wars references or, you know, turtle references or whatever. Song so. about
1: Family Guy and Star Wars, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it does at the same time. Like, I, I like the way we write our songs, and I like how we're funny, and we find things that identify, uh, that can be identified by a lot of people. But, uh, the one thing that's kind of downer is that, uh, some people just don't understand what we talk about or, or even look into it deep enough to understand that there's a message there. When it, if you read our lyrics, I mean, it's pretty clear, you know, and we write song explanations for everything. And a lot of people still like they hate on our YouTube videos. They don't know what we're about, you know, like, and it's at the same time, I don't care but at the same time. I guess maybe in the future, I was thinking about writing more, uh, straightforward songs.
2: It's
0: it's it's like with anything punk, you know. You could have a really political band, and there's people that just think, oh, you know, it's punk. Who cares? It's party and get drunk or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, to, to so, them,
2: it's just uh, thrashing music. Yeah. To you, it's, it's, you're actually making a political statement.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it 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 all depends where you come from. You know, that's why it's why we wrote it the way we wrote it, and it's why we, uh, you know, had the hidden meaning. If there's people that want to find hidden meaning in it, then cool. And if you don't. You can still appreciate it and have a good time and, and try to be around us and learn from us as opposed to learning from, you know, our thought processes or whatever. Don't let search for you, he's like the most politically incorrect person I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I, I, I I'm polit- I'm politically aware, but I don't know if I'm politically correct.
1: But at all the same the time. time, like that's what the town's about. It's yeah. about just, you know, it's just being yourself, and everybody says politically incorrect things and all that, but who cares? We're having fun, we're raging at shows. Yeah, we're not. So
2: you're, so you're saying people grew up in different, uh, or you guys kind of grew up in an area that influenced you. Did, it, did everybody grow up in, like, La Puente?
0: Yeah, I think everybody did, all over the San Gerber Valley. I started off in La Puente. I live in Azusa right now. Uh, I think when we started the band, I was in West Covina, but pretty much, you know, San Gerber Valley kids, and it's what we were influenced by. You know, we were influenced very much by our, our surrounding, which is, you know, Kind of the hood, kind of the, the the suburban hood, I guess. You know, you have middle <laughs> middle class kids and you have cholos mixing up with punk rockers. And everybody just comes together, hip-hop kids, metal kids, whatever. And that's what we're influenced by. And, uh, how long have you guys been together? I think we started 2003, if I'm not mistaken. I was like 1918 at the time.
1: 2003, about the end of it, or the summer of it, uh, at my, I think it was, 20th
0: birthday party? Five, five seven years. Something like that.
2: Okay. Or, or, <laughs> I don't
0: know. We lose track
2: of time. We're man. like off and on. Now, what, what are some of the bands that you've listened to that, uh, that influenced your music that you feel that uh, should be deserve mention? I
0: think between me and Pablo was Dystopia was one of the main influences, even though we don't really sound anything like them. Um, you know, just... The heaviness, the bitterness, the 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 anger that was in that band was something very influential. And in Spaz, I think musically we might resemble a little bit more, um, especially lyrically, in, in in sense of how silly we are with our lyrics. But a, a little bit of everything. Like I said, we grew up in SGV. Like JC was a Wu Tang guy, Wu Tang and uh, Suffocation. I think <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> so it's it's all over the place. For for liked. I don't know house music electro. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I still am um, all about all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Actually, nice. We, now, uh, you guys, you guys are pretty well known for for crazier uh, shows, as far as uh, well, as far as I know, anyways. What what what's uh one of the craziest things, or what would you say is the craziest thing that uh you've experienced during a show?
0: During one of our shows, um, it, I you know one of our last our quote unquote last shows or whatever was uh at this place called Workman Circle in L.A. I mean, all our friends went all out. They brought confetti. They brought Silly String. They brought, uh, you know, they all dressed up. They all took their clothes off. They had Lucha Libre masks on. They had beach balls and <laughs> boogie boards. And we just went crazy, you know? Like, we always tend to do things. I... I Write things on my body. I play shows naked for five dollars. <laughs>
1: yeah, he did. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, he, he played an entire sh- entire set naked, and uh, at every one of our shows, he ends up on top of the crowd at some point. But uh, you better believe when he was naked, everybody ran for the hills. <laughs> and somebody threw a jacket on him and was like, "You put that on. Get over way
0: It probably had to be the most blatantly homoerotic thing I ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, it was pretty awesome no especially because I did it because Jeff's brother Jake was like, "Oh, you're not down to play naked for 5 bucks?" I'm like, "I'm I'm so down right now." Cuz I mean we bucks. we played a, it was at Alex's house from bastard ass and we had maybe I don't know 50, 60 people there and it was all friends and I just came out with my t-shirt wrapped around my little yeah. waist and started attacking everybody as soon as we played just running at everybody naked and I remember crowd surfing. <laughs> I like got on JC's Uh-oh. drums and jumped uh, <laughs> towards the crowd and I remembered, yeah, Davey <laughs> uh, called
1: Dick Slap Um
0: That was actually really, really fun. I think we ran from <laughs> the
1: cops that night. We ended up in five different cities and then I think wow. everybody ended up at my house drunk and naked and asked me for <laughs> Boca Burgers and it was a good time. Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, yeah that good. that show, the last show. I mean, all our shows have been from interesting. From day one. From in day one, it was, I don't know how from our The first show we played was in our backyard, or one of our drummer's backyard, and it was raining, and somehow we still got a bunch of people, people I didn't know. I don't know. We got uh, a big buzz about us, and I guess we lived up to it, because ever since then, we never really had a show where people were going nuts. Yeah, there was a good 300
0: people at the first show. And the the most intense thing about the first show, I have a video of it, and there was people that knew our lyrics, and we didn't even have a demo out or That's anything, awesome. which was weird. I mean, doing. It, it, it makes you feel... Odd, <laughs> you know, like people know your lyrics, and it's just me how do you yeah it's you know, just it's just word of mouth, you know, but everybody always made kind of a big deal and it was it was cool I, we never got it, we never <laughs> I mean to us, it was just something you know we did with friends and and we had fun with it, and it was just something that we wanted to contribute to all the bands that we liked, so you know it was it was good to have that that support. And uh, kind of that's what this whole podcasting thing is about. It's, it's me wanting to do something of, about people that I admire who do their own podcast, and uh, eventually if this becomes big and huge, fantastic. If not, I'm dreaming myself. And uh, We do have people that listen to it already. It's, it's more people than I thought would at this point. Uh, nowhere near your following. I, uh, <laughs> I have a, your MySpace
1: page open here. I think you got like 400 followers at least.
0: Is that the new one, the old one? I don't know. We have, like, three MySpaces. Oh, is that right?
1: Yeah, the the first, because uh, when we first had MySpace, I mean, 2005, and uh, the first one got hacked, and we had, like, well over 4,000 people, I mean, people from all over the world kind of thing. It was pretty cool. I, I It got weird being hit up by kids in, like, Indonesia and stuff, like, saying, hey, come play out here, but everything. Wow. Yeah, they. I mean, it was a big trip for me. You know? It was good times. Okay, now, since I got your uh, page open
0: here, there's a couple questions I have. Go for it. <laughs> uh, Pablo Ortiz, former Master of the Custodial Arts.
1: Oh, yeah. At uh, 2003 to 2004, I cleaned Walgreens at night. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I buffed their floors, mopped every night. I did four or five stores a night. and I wrote a lot of songs in my head. Uh, you know, not for A6DC, but I was already writing songs, and it was already getting me going. Like, oh, man, I need to be in a band, like, right now.
0: Okay. And uh, Sergio, former bisexual, rich, crusty. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm I'm known as uh I don't know being the rich crusty or whatever that which comes from a, a Charles Bronson song because you know my par- my parents are well off and they they've they've worked their lives to to provide us with something good. We're you know we're all middle class kids, immigrant families and stuff, and growing up in working class immigrant areas and i'm no different my parents came from argentina and they didn't know a word of english and they worked their way up and they provided for me so that i could sing in a punk band which is horrible <laughs> you know that's how, that's how i repay them like you know imagine being argentine and all of a sudden your kid is like oh i'm gonna go vegan and straight edge and play in a punk band <laughs> like sick disappointment in life and the bisexual thing is just you know we joke r- around a lot with uh, with sexuality and. Uh, oh sure, we're not here to judge. No, well, you know. <laughs> hey, 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 whatever. Fine. I haven't been by for years, you know. That's why it says former. Former. I okay. <laughs> so. And uh, it says Jeff is the former white guy. <laughs> 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 what what happened? Is that you're not white anymore? <laughs> he got hood. He plays walk a flock of flame. <laughs>
2: It's weird. No,
0: because um, when I first joined the band, I was, um, yeah, talk a talking white guy. Heavily into, I don't know, suburban white culture I listen to scream out. Yeah, listen from yeah. first to last. Yeah, and stuff like that. And it's, I, I guess over time, everyone just said I
1: got more and more hood, so I don't know what the fuck went with that.
2: Okay. Also on here, just to get some more uh, information, It says, uh, although each member is either atheist, Christian, or
0: Catholic, none of the members are Antichrist. Or are they? (laughs) The name of the band, I guess the the main one, is Antichrist Demon Core. Yeah. But then also here it says that you guys are either atheist, Christian, or Catholic. I think you were Catholic, yeah, or Christian. You were Christian, JC was Catholic. I mean, we're all, I guess, raised Catholic or whatever, just because, you know we latin
1: <laughs> you can't you can't get away from it
0: <laughs> but i mean you know i i'm an atheist pablo's an atheist we don't believe in religion or i personally i don't believe in religion or god or whatever you know yeah spirituality i think is something that has influenced me to see a connection with everything and, and become vegan and straight edge and anarchist or whatever but i don't know we just did that to be kind of confrontational you know that's what punk is it's it's confrontation right. and it's it's not intended to be a serious thing. It's not intended to be something where it's like, oh, like we've gotten so yeah. many messages and so many people like Marines
1: hitting us up like, oh, you you don't like Christ, but you know. But Christ at the same time, we get a bunch of Marines saying, I put on your music when I'm, when I go kill people. In my Abrams <laughs> tank.
2: Yeah. Like, Damn, all right. Which, which is
0: odd. That wasn't intended for that, but yeah, I mean, you know, if you, if you, if you read into it, like. You know, ACDC and He Had It Coming, like, the cover of, of the album is us shooting Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's Mel no Gibson's Jesus. Let's yeah, yeah. clear on that. It, oh, that's no. not the real Jesus. It's Mel no, Gibson's version of Jesus. Yeah. That's okay. But, I mean, you know, the album's called He Had It Coming, and he had it coming. That was the whole idea. You that's know, right. he was supposed to die. So, you <laughs> know, like, why get mad on it? <laughs> like,
1: um, a lot of the thing for me was uh, going to high school, I, I would go to a lot of shows, any show I could. In L.A., I mean, from hardcore, power violence, metal, death metal, Christian metal, Christian hardcore was big in Pomona and all that, and uh, I was just sick of both the left, I would say, and right. I mean, they're just both full of it, like the extreme Christian hardcores, and then the extreme atheist black metal devil worshippers, and I was just like, I'm making fun of both of them, but I guess... uh, Yeah, you (laughs) be an atheist and a devil worshipper. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, ah. both, uh, both. I meant both those types of bands and then, you know, hardcore Christian. No, uh, actually, I was
0: going to point that out. Um, it's so so silly and weird that we say, um, fuck religion, but we spell like, we're satanic
2: and, we <laughs> yeah. Christians.
0: and we're Christians. It's a play on words, though. Like, yeah, the, the beginning was, you know, uh, we co Christians repeated for, for the song We Co Christians. We co Christians repeated, we're satanic, fuck religion. But. If we actually, like, went through it, it was like, I'm making fun of death metal guys that are like, oh, we go Christians, we hate, you know, whatever. Making fun of them, even though we like, you know, metal. Making fun of, you know, just mosh tech Christian metal, even though it was something that we were kind of into also. Okay, so it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, it's tongue-in-cheek. Those first two lines aren't real. (laughs) The last part is, you know, fuck religion. Like, if you want to be religious, if you want to believe in something, we respect that. But religion as, like, a dogma is something we don't agree with. Okay. You know, personal belief system, that's cool, but don't push, you know, what you believe on it. Yeah, that, that's something that I, I feel very strongly about, too, dude. Yeah, Everyone too. has their religion, their their beliefs. As long as you're not trying to cram it down my throat, then we're cool. Yeah. I mean, you can shove whatever you want up your ass, and it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, just li- down the throat, apparently. Yeah, 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 just <laughs> down your throat, you know?
2: I see on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a great message. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's kind of like uh, just pretty much making fun of people that take themselves too seriously, and and I can definitely identify with that because uh, m- me personally, I've done some work at uh, just nonprofit groups, and and, it, and uh, you know, I'm pretty, I'm I'm pretty liberal. I'm pretty fucking left wing myself, and uh, I didn't. I knew there were people out there that took it too far on the left. I just never met them before, and then one day I met these people, and they were just fucking just gone. They were zealots, like they, <laughs> yeah. the, they, well, their issue. It was like Jesus was to certain people. Certain they just follow it blindly and, and push it that way. And I was just like, this is a joke.
0: Yeah, you could turn anything into religion, you know, like the the straight edge thing. You, there's a ton of douchebags in the straight edge scene, which is why most of us hate straight edge kids. You know, like we wanted the message of like the straight edge thing involved in it, just in the sense of the possi- the positivity and the unity and, like, you know, the whole option of, hey, you can actually enjoy this without having to, you know, ruin the rest of your life, by like, doing heroin or whatever, you know? But um, it was also kind of that sense of, like, DIY, like, pol- political ideas. Like, why would you pay a racist company for alcohol when you can just make your own alcohol or, you know, just make your own heroin. <laughs> you know? like, it's just like, it just do what you want to do, but, you know, think about who you're supporting and think about, you know, what message you're, you're putting out there with straight edge or with religion or with whatever. I mean, if you claim that you're Christian or you claim that you're Catholic, but you're douchebag, like most of the Christians or Catholics that we grew up around, then right. what the hell are you doing, you know? Oh, I was going to point out that on iTunes I see um, Ace of Base... The sign and beautiful light. Yeah. <laughs> I, right I next to ACDC. <laughs> I have a very diverse musical collection for all kinds of reasons. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to extend myself to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the original ACDC, followed yeah.
1: by us, too, so <laughs> that's good. You know, with all that heavy, I don't know what you call all those feelings and views on the world, I still like getting drunk and laid. Yeah. Everybody does. Right. Well, I, That's
2: what I I thought was the biggest joke, too, about people that claimed uh, Edge was that uh, I'd hang out with some of these guys because I'd I'd go to the hardcore shows in Pomona and go to uh, the showcase theater and Corona and all this crap. And you make friends with them initially and they're all Edge and everything. And then you see them about a year or two later and they're like drinking a a beer and they're they're like, you know, smoking weed and just like they they totally fell off the wagon. I thought it was I, I thought that was funny.
0: No, I mean, it it happens to everybody. I I don't even know if we should even keep the X in ACXDC. Like, most of us. I never thought that really stood for that. I just thought that was like, we we didn't want to use a lightning bolt, so we just (laughs) put the X. (laughs) Yeah, forget that. At at one point, everybody in ACDC was Edge. Like, for six months of the time, everybody at the same time was Edge or whatever. I think I'm the only one in it. And now we have two two new members that I believe were both edge breakers. <laughs> yeah. Been, I mean you <laughs> know at twenty one though. I was there for Yeah. My it's life. it's something that, you know, whatever. It's it's a learning experience, it's something that, that you take with you for the rest of your life and I think a lot of people do it the same reason they are punk, because they feel it's rebellious, they feel it's cool and everybody else is doing it and then once you stop, everybody else stops. And, it just kind of goes along with it. Like it doesn't mean you don't take those those beliefs or those ideas with with you. You know, you just kind of stop or whatever. But I know plenty of people that uh, I don't know became drug dealers after the fact. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> for, people that, for people that don't know, what, what exactly does straight edge mean? Uh, straight edge. I mean, it kind of depends who you ask. If yeah. you ask a Christian a straight edge kid or a Christian kid or you know a regular straight edge kid or God free straight edge, it all depends really i mean so the sex of straight edgeism it's like everything all you right. know you can you can be you know a left wing straight edge kid or you can be a right wing straight edge kid you can be hardcore about it be hardline or can you can be orthodox yeah i mean if, if you have you have hardline <laughs> kids that are assholes that you know will will kill you because you smoke a cigarette around around them or you know they don't believe in abortion because you're ruining a life or whatever I, i'm all for abortion the more abortion the better <laughs> <You know? laughs> i don't know like i, I just think You know, to me, straight edge is a a personal belief. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't have sex outside of my personal relationship. Um, I don't really do caffeine, but that's just the personal thing. And everybody else has their own definitions of it. A lot of people are like, oh, you can't have sex. Like, really? (laughs) Get out of here. Um, Just wear a um, condom.
2: Yeah. If that's that's your definition for straight edge, I was straight edge until I was 19.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Like, I mean, you're five years old and you're straight edge. I, I, I think once, once you're once you're aware of what you're against, like to me, it's a political thing as much as it is a personal thing. I don't want to support those companies, so I don't. You know, it's it's not that big of a deal. I just don't do it. It's not something I need. You know, a lot of people think I'm on drugs when I play an ACDC because I jump around naked and yell at people and hit people. <laughs> but whatever. Like, if you ask Ian McKay, like, what's the deal with straight edge and i will just tell you it's a song they wrote when he was fifteen. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people that base their life around one dude that wrote one 45 second song 20, 30 years ago. You know, like really? That's how sad it is. Wait, you wait, should wait, think wait. for yourself. Yeah,
2: he's not even a straight edge. You know,
0: so what does it matter?
2: So oh, when yeah. you said when you said you didn't want to support these companies, is there any particular reason why you uh, there's a company or a group of companies that you don't want to support?
1: Because they destroy the earth, they kill people. Yeah like everybody all of <laughs> walmart
0: i don't know you know like just so it's like anti-establishment then. It's, it's not necessarily anti-establishment because everything's on establishment among pop shop is you know works for right. capitalism i grew up you know with that latin american mentality of never trust authority because my parents came from a country with a dictatorship and you just learn not to trust people that are in power and and, and I just think you know, drug culture and 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 uh, alcohol, cigarettes, and all that sort of stuff is allowed into middle class areas, lower class areas. You don't see liquor stores or gun stores in Beverly Hills or whatever, you know. And and that's very true. Who are, who are the people that have money to bring the drugs over and have the money to you know buy boats and airplanes and all that sort of crap? It's it's not us. It's you know the government or the CIA or whatever. You know not. That sounds really weird, conspiratorial. <laughs> yeah, I can say it there. Uh, uh, I'm not like a conspiracy nut, but you
2: know, you know what I mean. Like, but what you're trying to say is it contributes to a system that perpetuates uh, or contributes to you know people being disenfranchised politically. Yeah, it, it you
0: know it disenfranchises people. It brings people down, and we like one of the main reasons why we started like Antichrist Demon Crew out of ACXDC was because we would see, like, eight-year-olds at backyard gigs getting, you know, 40s and just yeah. getting messed up, yeah. thinking, like, that was what punk was. And, you know, we can't, like, I personally see it from a punk rock v- point of view. If you're really politically aware and you're against this system and you're against whatever, why do you give them your money? You know, you don't support George Bush, but at the same time, you're going to give your money to a company that does support George Bush. Like, what's, what's the point?
2: You know? That makes sense.
0: Yeah. So it's just kind of like, as an anar- I am an anarchist, but I believe in the whole $1, $1 vote. You know, you vote with your money, so I try to support alternative companies or whatever. I'll buy beer for my friends, even though I'm straight-edge, but it's like home-brewed or micro-brewed small companies, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. So, Is it a common
2: thing for punk bands to be no. straight-edge?
0: No. Um,
1: Kind of depends, yeah. Where, if, if it's, it's trendy or, or not,
0: <laughs> if the trend is. Or... If you're in the Midwest, yeah. <laughs> all right, but then you just break okay. edge and you know, move to LA. Yeah, all you have to do out in the Midwest now. It's, it's been forever. Yeah, no, I mean it. It kind of comes and goes. You know, it, it was big at one point, but then everybody broke, and then it became big again, and everybody broke, and everybody always sees it like as a trend, and everybody always treats it that way, like, oh, I'm you know, going to become edge because everybody else is edge or I'm not going to become edge because everybody else is edge. So like, edge was for yourself. It didn't matter who, who was doing it or why they were doing it. You were supposed to do it for yourself. You know, and even the lab- labels straight edge is kind of dumb, holds so many negative connotations to it. Just, you know, you're abstinent, you're drug free, you don't do certain things just because you don't want to. I'm like about to say something like off topic and just ignorant. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as anti-establishment goes, I hate Walmart because everyone that goes there is ugly.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen that website? I think there's a website uh, people. called People That Shop at Walmart. Or like that. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, they man. just show the the ooglers that when walk into that fucking store half the time. They nice. just look like people that have Down syndrome. Nice. I mean, it's really just... And oh my god! I think it, it, what
0: I think what it is is all the genetically modified food that they sell through all, <laughs> and it just keeps perpetuating that, you know. I also think that um, the beef industry is creating pedophiles. <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> I don't know how that correlates, but yeah, sure. Harsh sure. stance there. <laughs> yeah, like the same thing with the veganism, you know, like <laughs> veganism to me is 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 saying a big hey, like I don't agree with you guys. Taking something that is natural because, I mean, it's natural to eat meat because we're animals. And if you want to eat meat in nature, go eat it. But we don't live in a natural environment and we've evolved and we live in cities and we have art and we have museums and we have, you know, all these theories. But for some reason, we can't stop eating meat and we have to make it a business that ruins the environment and poisons like all the people, you know, poor people that have to go to. Fast food and have diabetes or have heart attacks or have whatever you know, like.
2: So you feel it's beyond us as human beings. Like I we ought to, to be above this. If we could have all these higher expressions of uh, m- our mental capacities, like art and and uh, just science, then why are we still participating in a system that has been around since you know? Yeah. We've been chucking spears at each other.
0: I mean, it's 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 definitely something that we're never going to get rid of because we're we're animals and we have that animalistic like tendencies, but at the same time, we can choose to go to the market and say, I'm going to buy vegetables, or I'm going to buy fake meat, or I'm going to buy whatever. We can choose to say, at the very least, I'm going to buy organic, grass-fed beef, you know, and, and, and only support, you know, small-time farmers that make their own, you know, vegetables or... or, or have Go to a farmer's own- market. Yeah, go to a farmer's market. You know, like, again, same thing with the straight-edge thing, like, if you want to drink, make your own booze. If you want to eat meat, go support you know a local farmer. Go support something that you know. You have this idea of like you go and buy your Jimmy Dean sausage at the market, but it's not made farm fresh; it's made in a factory. You know,
2: yeah. Go, and, and it's funny you say that too, because if uh, I mean, I'm sure the idea of making your own booze seems pretty out there for a couple people. But I had a friend named Bill, and he used to brew his own stuff. Uh, we used to go to his house all the time, and he said, you know. If you're doing it to save money, you're not really going to save money. But you do it because you love. You know, he would he would make beer, but his beer that he would make, oh my fucking lord, this beer was <laughs> the best beer I've ever tasted in my life. Yeah, it, it's, 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 seriously. And the same thing with the the organic stuff. When you get the stuff from the the farmers market, so much more. Co- it's higher quality stuff. If you really like food, if you really like beer, if you if you love these things so much that you can't give them up, then really love them and and do contribute to a system that doesn't damage the environment. I, I can support that. I, I believe
1: that. Yeah, yeah man, because definitely everybody can agree that a McDonald's hamburger, although some people may think it tastes good, it's nowhere near eating something fresh as hell that's uh, <laughs> not treated with all that crap.
0: Yeah, we're like, I'm, I'm just saying, they pump it full of estrogen, estrogen gets to the girls, they mature faster. There, I said it. <laughs> <Bro>. Okay, there's <laughs> one positive. Well, oh, that's <laughs> how the pedophile right. starts <laughs> <laughs> I get it. No, though. but, you know, in in, in, uh, in Italy, they started a thing called the slow food movement, which was against the fast food movement, basically, and they just, Jeez. they believed in wine, you know, drink wine, make your own cheese, make your own vegetables, have your garden, sit down with your family, you know, 20, 30 people in, in, in a big round table, eat for two, three hours, just chilling, talking to everybody.
2: You Sounds know. very European.
0: Yeah, it's very European, but at the same time, it's it's you know I think that's the most natural way of eating versus let's go get some fast food eaten in in the car as we go to whatever and have indigestion. Yeah,
2: for, you know, be and then sanitary. they fucking have acid reflux disease and have to pop like fifteen fucking pills a day and yeah, they wonder yeah. why? Oh, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, yeah. no shit, fucking moron. Yeah, no, no that's yeah, yeah. my life.
0: Right there. <laughs> yeah, well, see, um, as much as I appreciate your your beliefs and how strong you feel about them. It's not something that I can ever see myself going that way because I, I do enjoy a good burger. Yeah. And it's it's fantastic. Uh, and there are certain foods that I do eat that I know this is gonna make me feel like shit, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no and, and dude that's Tommy's Tommy's yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, and that's that's where I have that punk rock anarchist belief of like, hey man, to each their own it's individualistic, and you can do whatever you want, and that's, that's nature, and no one should push that on you. And, um, you know, I I just think sometimes when people say that to me, like, hey, man, I can't give it up that kind of means you're addicted to it. And if you're addicted to something, that means they're putting chemicals or something in there that is not natural. I, I won't deny that. You <laughs> know I mean? I'm not saying it's not good, man. Like I'm Argentine. I grew tasty, up on meat.
2: Tasty chemicals. Meat, <laughs> meat, no, yeah, meat
0: tastes good. That's why people eat it. If it right. tasted like crap, they wouldn't eat it. I you go to the
2: Chinese restaurant and say, you know, no, hold on, just give me the MSG.
0: Yeah, just, <laughs> just pump it's me for of MSG. <laughs> Wait, so have, so have you guys had a double down? A double-down? No. Is that the KFC thing? Yeah, thing. the oh, uh, They replaced no. the bread with chicken breast. So it's a chicken <laughs> breast sandwich. The, the, the chicken breasts are the bread part. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they took the bread out and yes. replaced it with the chicken breast. Yeah, oh. so you know, cheese bacon, I, right? I, I yeah, try to steer away
2: from racist topics on this show. It's amazing. But, but that sandwich is racist. <laughs> African-American people. How yes. dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. It's just like a fucking... Gr- piece of fried chicken instead of tomatoes, sub-watermelon wrapped in whatever the wow. fuck. It's so fucking hey, racist. Wow.
0: You said watermelon. No one said watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> they don't
2: make it with watermelon? I don't
0: know. Jeez,
1: Rob. No, where where the, do you live again? It's just, yeah.
0: Here we go. I pulled it up here so you can take a look at it.
1: That's disturbing. All right,
0: all right. That looks nasty. Two thick and juicy bonus white meat chicken fillets. Uh, two pieces of bacon Two melted slices of Monterey Jack and Pepper Jack cheese and the Colonel sauce. You know what that is? That is what we used to call a Megan meal. Because we, we used to have vegans, and then we just kind of came up with a, with a fake term called Megan, which was just people that ate meat and cheese, and that was it. Oh. And we came up with, like, bacon-wrapped hot dogs stuffed with cheese fried inside of a corn dog. I don't know. Like Slow tons down. of different. Yeah. Slow down.
2: It, it, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing, right? Yeah. It was a the uh, part of this. Got all crazy and started calling it the Atkins diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: right. Apparently it was
2: like 20 pounds a month or something. Yeah. Yeah, died, but he died, man. though. Like, the guy died, right? When he was yeah. in his, like, mid-50s or something like that? Yeah. But it wasn't the Atkins, though. man. It, was it wasn't like the Atkins. Sex, don't blame it hookers. on the Atkins, yeah. It was the cocaine. Uh, was the cocaine, man. <laughs>
0: uh, <so laughs> the cocaine will do you in. Yeah. You you doing cocaine. other unhealthy things. Yeah. It wasn't the, I, wasn't the food. It wasn't the food at all. All right. So, uh, <laughs> do you run into uh, a lot of people that give you crap about the, the whole straight edge thing in, in the punk community?
1: Never in person, because we'll kick their ass. But, oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, I'm never, I, I've never <laughs> ran into anybody because I, I don't talk about this kind of stuff with anybody that isn't close to me anyway. But, I mean, at our shows, no. no I, think, I think we played with a band before that was kind of like, what the, fuck? What, yeah. what the hell are we playing with these people for? But huh. Besides that. Man. But it's all misconceptions on what straight edge is,
0: and they associate most of us as being straight edge. And when they see that most of the band drinks or smokes or whatever, like, <laughs> yeah they're just Definitely. like oh wait you guys aren't assholes you know like <laughs> yeah. it, and you know it all comes from the misconceptions i've had people say like you know don't hang out with that guy he's straight edge, or don't talk to that guy he doesn't believe oh, in this that's d-.
2: ridiculous
0: but you know it's it's something that uh, is a valid point because most of the people that are straight edge are assholes <laughs> 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 what, what do you want me to say i'm not going to lie like i don't like most straight edge kids cuz one They're assholes. They think they're better than you because they, you know, don't do something, which I think is stupid. I think if you're going to try to believe that you're better than somebody, it should be because you actually do something, you know. But it's like not taking drugs doesn't make you cool, you know. Maybe you rob stuff, you know, you rob money from a drug dealer and you give it to poor people. That would be cool. I would would (laughs) give you street cred for that, you know, yeah. Like FSU, that's how FSU started, right? Like, yeah, that's what I read or heard, I don't know. So so
2: they have to be, like, proactive about it. Yeah, they got to be proactive straight-edge kids. Like, I can't sit here today and be like, you know, I didn't didn't murder five people today. Yeah,
0: exactly. You did not murder five people. (laughs) (laughs) I could have. You murdered that word, though. (laughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean... I I agree with most of them. I I dislike most straight-edge kids. Really, I would prefer to be around somebody that's high off weed because they're much more mellow than some straight-edge kid that wants to windmill me into a corner and (laughs) try to... I don't know.
1: That was, like, so three years ago, dude. (laughs) Furthermore, what's (laughs) with straight-edge kids and pizza? Straight-edge kids and pizza and... I don't know. It was like Us and Del Del Taco, too. Yeah, Triple
0: X, Vitamin Water, and... um.
1: Burrito. Oh, the X-Watch. I always wanted an X-Watch when I was straight edge. I was like, man, I want an X-Watch. X-Watch know. and X, my band X, and uh, all that stuff. That was actually pretty pretty cool at one point, I remember. No, no. But, um,
0: like, we basically never get shit for, like, being straight edge or, well, I'm not straight edge anymore, but we never really get shit for it because all our shows are pretty mixed.
1: Yeah, there's Good. everybody at our shows, and which is the best part. I loved I love having drug dealer friends. I love having people like Sergio that won't stop talking and <laughs> won't stop believing, I guess. But, uh, you know, uh, the fun thing is that all the bands that we played with and all the people that we hang out with um, kept the shows positive and fun and like to hang out afterwards. And, I mean, we see on the weekends because all these bands, like we play with bands like Bastard Ass and Arm and all them. and. I didn't know any of these people before I started playing in this band, and I was going to shows for years. But you know, it just gave us a great opportunity, and that's what I was really thankful for being in this band and starting it up. Is that you get an amazing chance to meet amazing people?
2: So, uh, what are some things that you guys have done since being in uh, ACX DC? Well, I mean, you, you kind of guys—you always talked about how you've been evolving, you've been uh, picking up and putting it down, going back to it. What what are things that you've done other than this band that uh, that are some interesting stuff, so like side projects stuff like that?
0: Well, um, I'm actually trying to start a porn par like a porn parody of Chew Jackson VP. Call it caught Chew-, oh, no. Chew Jackson DP. Wow, <laughs> that's good, man. <laughs>
1: I'm on wow. board.
0: That's a Nickelodeon show, right? The Chew yeah. Jackson <laughs> yeah. DP? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah,
1: Jesus. That's, the things you think about... That's what happens. it's <laughs> <that's what happens. laughs> I'm 4chan, man. Um,
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: What was the question uh, again? Yeah, what <laughs> Oh, like things we tried or done outside of A6DC right. or something like that? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah I mean, what, are,
2: what are other things that you've gone on to since uh, starting then?
1: Uh, I was straight edge, and then I was unstraight edge. I mean, I've tried every <laughs> drug under the... I mean, is that what we're talking about? What are we talking about? No. <laughs> no, we're talking about projects. Well, I what mean, kind of drugs? Cocaine you was done? a project. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Uh, I tried to build a, a mountain of cocaine and just well, I got really into stamp
1: collecting. And, uh, no, uh, me, <laughs> I after we broke up the first time, I swore I'll never be in another band again. And I swore I'd never start this band again. Obviously, that's changed. But, uh, yeah, I, I never played in a band since. In fact, I didn't pick up my guitar probably a month before our first show back. <laughs> wow. Wow! Uh, it, in fact, I, I kind of thought uh, when we first broke up, it actually came at a point in my life where it, it really, really pushed me down the hill even further, and I kind of hit bottom after that, kind of a, a couple rough years after we stopped being in the band because It's turning tricks. Yeah, stop being in the band meant a lot <laughs> for me. It meant like I was going to stop seeing a lot of the people I, I'd love to hang out with, and I did, you know, like a lot of my relationships got strained, and it's been an uphill battle to try to get it.
2: I guess, back how it used to be. Is that when you lived at the dog's butt? Oh,
1: no. See, dog's butt, that that was, like, other high school friends and stuff, but...
2: uh, For people that don't know what that is, we used... uh, Well, Pablo used to live in an apartment with uh, Mike D., Jeff, and... uh, Who else was it? Rick? And uh, they had this picture of of a dog's ass as soon as you (laughs) walked through the door, so they called the place the dog's butt.
1: And it was... uh, Charming. It was very charming. The ladies loved (laughs) it, and that was a very good time, but I mean we broke up we broke up around the same time I left that apartment too. So everything just kind of culminated after the band broke up, lost the apartment, so no more good times there then relationships broke up and stuff and next thing I know it's just a blur of Satan and sex drugs and drugs and rock and, and roll eating. I mean, I stopped being vegan, and I started eating cheese pizzas like there's no tomorrow, and then <laughs> and then I started eating oh. Baconators like there's no tomorrow, and then that yeah. got depressing, and now I'm back to health food and being vegetarian almost. So we'll you're back on the wagon,
0: is what you're yeah, trying to say. Yeah,
1: back on the wagon.
0: Um, speaking of um, bastard ass, um, Andres Caldi told me to tell, like, tell Sergio, fuck you, and <laughs> 606, and... um. Puro Bastardas. Puro Bastardas. Personally, I the the same time that I was doing ACDC, I was doing Asshole Assassination Squad. I quit that band, by the way. And then we quit, and then we did... I did Max Ward, and then I stopped with that. (laughs) And then right now I'm in a band called Liberate, which is like an all-Spanish fast core band. And we did like an East Coast tour, and we put out a couple records. ACDC was like the stepping stone like we put out a record we put out a, a cd thing you know the first time we put together demos and learned how to make patches and learned you know the whole sort of do-it-yourself ethic and culture and um oddly enough after acdc i kind of went the same route as pablo i broke up with the girl that i was with and i lost my job <laughs> And <that> wasn't it. <laughs> so acdc was like the glue that kept us all together but now that like, everything's kind of cool, like Will
2: Ferrell and Anchorman. You're walking down the street drinking milk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was bad. No, but then you know everything came together, and uh, I don't know. Uh, Jose and, and, and Bobby from Hit More Hurts kept hitting me up and saying, "Hey, let's let's start ACDC. Let's play some shows. Let's let's do this." And I was kind of hesitant, but um, not
1: to stop you. But I I think you just came up with the next song. I, I seriously think that's going to be the next song. <laughs> <laughs> it fit in right <laughs> good. It's going to be Anchorman, dude. It's going to be Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> that's yeah. the song. Thanks, man.
0: All right. Writing credits.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a credit, bro. Don't worry. I want royalties. <laughs> what royalties, bro? I'll give no ten, money? ten bucks. no money.
2: Yeah.
0: You got a record. We'll send you a record. That's yeah. Did
2: you, you pay did for you guys have, do you guys ever uh, put your stuff up on like iTunes? Is there some place where people can uh, look your music up and buy it? Just
0: now. Uh, Steal
1: it on the internet. Yeah, man. you can get
0: it for free. It was on the MySpace. If you
2: email us, uh, I'll send you the rapid share with our discovery.
0: Yeah, we have the rapid no share up with the... Well,
2: well, what I mean is for other listeners that are going to listen to the podcast later, is there a place that they should go to that they can access all of your music or part oh, of your music? Oh, uh, we
1: have a Facebook now. D C on Facebook. That has a bunch of our stuff, plus all our YouTube videos, all our live shows that we've recorded and put up there. You can find all that. And I guess we're going to sell merch on
2: there soon or something like that.
1: I'm not too
0: sure. But we have uh, we have the MySpace. That's, we have a new MySpace because yeah, the last MySpace. two MySpaces got hacked. So um, I think if you want to look up via the email, it's demonxcrew at yahoo.com. You can just look for it there. and We'll have... Um, We'll have like the rapid Share file, which has all the complete discography, which is like the demo, the compilation tracks, all the live stuff, and and the seven inch as well. So we don't really care about money. I mean, yeah, I don't it's care. it's it's free. It's online. Who cares? It's music. Then very cool. Yeah, and also on, awesome. on Facebook, if you just uh, type in ACXDC, the page pretty much comes up. Right really, there. we actually have
2: yeah, an and I talked Facebook to Mike D <laughs> earlier. Uh, he, I guess, put together a video of you guys, and um, I'm going to link that onto the uh, Rat Pack Facebook page. Wait, who so did that? that? Who did if that? If anybody wants to look that up.
1: Oh, Mike D. Oh, yeah. yeah that
2: is that video uh, still up? That video
1: got removed because uh, got removed he, YouTube, he used right? uh, a James Brown uh, intro, uh-huh. and uh, they flagged it. Some fucking asshole well, motherfucker that shit. sits wow. in a desk cool. at YouTube flagged it for a 10-second ten, ten little... James Brown show, so I'll, I'll get him to, I'm going to get him to, to re-put re that up on the internet, because that, that was pretty rad. That was like the last show we played before our first show back. Yeah.
2: Man, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that up then. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Yeah, there's a ton of stuff floating around that's free out yeah. there on the internet. Or just hit us up, and we'll send it your way.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll put links on our website, too, to link to you
0: guys, if anyone wants we'll to get in contact uh, to make things easier. Same. Fantastic.
1: Um, well, we're playing a show July 9th.
0: Oh, we're playing a show at the Glass House <laughs> in Pomona. It's two hundred West Second Street. We're playing with Subalba, Nails, Heartthrob, Arm, uh, Arctic Choke, and Abandoned. And it's like seven bucks. And we're gonna be selling vegan food, and we we'll hopefully we'll have new T-shirts, which we haven't had for you know like three or four years, and everybody keeps hitting us up. We'll have we'll sell our discography there. Um, I think I'm gonna try to make like a DVD of one of our shows that includes like Bastard as an arm and. Gluttonous sloth.
1: Because and... all those bands, they they really help make us. If if you consider us being good at all, like I mean, they really. I mean, I I would hear their new stuff, and I'd be like, "Damn, that stuff's so good! I got to push the the envelope because I, I got to be on par with them." And yeah. you know, they're so good, so that helped make me better. And uh, I don't know. Uh, we have two new members, um, Bobby and Jose, Bobby in our and band. Jose. And those those guys are check been, out their band too. Shoes yeah.
0: Shoes of Cement. They're very, very good, very heavy, very badass brothers from Riverside. Very you cool said dudes. your show was going to be on July 9th? It's July 9th. Um, it starts, I think, 6 p.m. Yeah, it starts okay. at 6 p.m. This to be awesome. It's like the first all-ages punk rock hardcore power violence type show that the Glasshouse is allowing us to do. And for anybody that is from the SJV or IE or Orange County or L.A., whatever, you should know that there's a huge lack of all-ages... DIY spaces that allow us to do things like this. So, if you guys do come out, please, you know, respect it and spread the word and come have fun. So we're gonna Friday. have boogie boards. All right, I'll be there. Yeah, we're gonna have boogie boards and we're gonna have uh, probably nudity. I would say. I oh would say yeah, be there. yeah. So it's it's gonna be. Is there gonna be any
2: DP? No. There oh, might be. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows?
0: My friend David Peeler will be there. Oh. Okay, okay. There <laughs> DP Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but uh yeah, you, uh, you want to say anything else to your fans before we uh end the show? Fuck uh, bitches get money.
0: Yeah. Everything we said is a lie. We we
1: sergio talks we're on way. heroin. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I mean, he's
0: really satanic and he sacrifices babies on a regular. Wow. The, fir- the first shit. show we played, we sacrificed a baby goat. <laughs> and, and, and by by baby goat, I do mean just a regular baby.
1: It was gnarly—rain and mud and <laughs> yeah. pentagrams everywhere—and Futurama was on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we did it right, you know. We we followed to a T. We got books. You know, it was it was
0: like shit. walking into the ending of Rosemary's Baby, but with bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're oh, we're not man. anything. We said where you might think, hey, these guys are really really serious. We're not.
1: No, I, I, I contradict everything like Sergio just talked about. Yeah. I, I, I just watch TV, and movies. And yeah. Play yeah. video games. That's about it.
0: I, I actually <laughs> manage a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I personally like the whopper. And
1: that's good.
0: Uh, but. I think that's it. And um, don't forget to buy gasoline from BP. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take some shots. we uh, so <laughs> get out of here. Uh, until next time, uh, thank you for joining me, by the way, you guys. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, again, check out our website. We'll have the links on there. The July 9th is the concert. What, mm-hmm. what, was the, what was the location again? Glasshouse in Pomona. Glasshouse
2: in Pomona. All yeah.
0: right, fantastic.
2: So uh, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Rex. And we are
0: ACDC. <laughs>